Hi, my name is Chris Polod. I'm a pediatrician at an academic institution. And I happen to be a Bible nerd, a child of divorce, and soon-to-be author. I created Little Pieces Club Ministries around the idea that when our hearts break, God can still make works of art from the broken pieces. I run small groups for children and teens and consult with and support parents. I also give lectures and seminars upon request. Our content centers around the science of adversity, abuse, and neglect, that is ACE science, and how biblical design patterns harmonize with it. Along the way, I discovered that Jesus' story, wrapped in the design patterns of the Good Shepherd and the Tree of Life, help us process, grieve, forgive, and reintegrate our souls after trauma. And this helps us grow strong in solitude and community, leading us to love God, self, and others, which is what the greatest commandments or greatest blessings are all about. This podcast is geared to help parents understand their children's point of view and to be a good shepherd and tree of life through the hard times. You can follow the ministry on social media in several different areas. Uh, on Instagram, we are at LPC Ministries. On Twitter, we are at Club Pieces. And on TikTok, we are at Little Pieces Club. In the YouTube video of this podcast, you will see QR codes for our Facebook group and our YouTube content. I love getting questions and comments. So now let's get into this week's episode. Our at-home format for small groups, for those of you um, trying to support small groups, um, starts with a fun and relaxing 15 to 20 minutes. Next time is followed by a snack or basically a meal time uh, where we go over prayers in a style that is very much like uh, examine of conscience. And then we go into the video lesson part of the application uh, following, uh, followed by a prayer to close the video and a fun and relaxing activity again for 15 to 20 minutes. So right now we're just looking at a slide uh, as I'm going through the presentation that reminds us to do something fun for 15 to 20 minutes. Hopefully it does not involve a screen, although if you are having um, good fun, good clean fun with someone else, uh, the screen time is okay. And then just remember to set a timer so you come back. A little bit of wisdom about why we set up small groups this way is we are actually trying to demonstrate the concept of Sabbath keeping. And we'll get more and more into that as we go, but it is a time um, to regularly set aside work, and that can mean a variety of different things, to simply rest and delight in the gifts that God has given us. So now we're welcoming people back from their fun time, and you will need journals, prayer template, um, and then um, uh, go ahead and continue with the next um, activity. So now we're going into snack and prayer time or journaling, depending upon uh, the age group. Uh, the older kids, I tend to encourage them to keep a journal uh, while we have activity sheets for the kids. So what you're looking at on the screen is our prayer template where we look over the, the week and we just ask kids to connect with the time that they have uh, felt uh, joyful and happy. Um, they have had a good amount of fun uh, and then invited them to bring forward their um, 
negative emotions like disgust, anger, sadness, and fear. And when we go through those, we also want to ask, did God feel close or did he feel far at those particular times? And this is reflective of a very ancient process called examine of conscience. And what it does is it just helps reintegrate our souls. When we get a little far from God, um, we can realize that that's okay, and we just simply invite him to come back. So if those of you are leading a small group session and you um, are doing this, that's the basic idea. And what we always want to do is present ourselves as very warm and welcoming, no matter what kids are feeling at a, a given time. And they may even try to provoke anger out of us. And so we just want to be aware and ready uh, to respond with patience and kindness. We are now moving on to Ask Me and Ask Each Other, which is uh, our time in small group where the kids uh, can ask any question of the small group leader about growing up in a divorced family. And this is the time uh, that's very valuable in your um, ability to write down things specifically to pray for for each kid and also send me questions that I can then put out in um, future content that uh, helps everyone know um, how to answer uh, questions like that. The next icebreaker question is, what do you want to be when you grow up and why? What we're doing is priming the kids to think about the mission that we're going to be talking about in today's episode. So as I go through the slides of the video, uh, we're at the title slide. Private Christian Journey, this is the last um, part. It's been a 15-part series um, that uh, I write about in the book that I have uh, that will be coming out hopefully shortly. Um, but it's uh, divided into the private Christian journey and the public Christian journey. And we'll talk through those in slides here in just a minute. Uh, but this week's episode is Choose to be Open to Your Mission. This is a... Uh, I, I want to nod my my hat uh, or tip tip my hat to um, the late Stephen Covey. Uh, his uh, he chose to call this voice uh, because it wasn't specific to uh, Christianity, um, but within Christian circles um, we call it our mission uh, that what we're our, the task that we are supposed to do um, and the the mission that our life speaks to others is sort of the what's going on in the background. Now looking at the picture of the elephant, um, this is what I've been in including in um, each video to help with self-awareness, and that is the elephant assessment test. Um, so I know my specific purpose in God's kingdom is this week's question, and I really uh, just want kids to become aware. I tell them the main point of today's uh, episode is to open themselves to the idea that God has a plan for them and has a mission in mind for them. And we may have an awareness in the middle of the, of the spectrum that we're just supposed to love others. And so our sense of mission hasn't gelled yet. And that's completely fine. And then you'll, you'll have a rare child who does feel very sure of their specific purpose. And actually from a parent side of things, um, I might watch that child actually fairly closely because they may be trying to compensate for 
um, some type of a loss deep inside um, by this almost um, adult pursuit of a mission. Um, but as long as they are um, not overly driven and doing unhealthy things like not sleeping or not eating or something like that, um, you may just kind of encourage them from afar, um, but be ready um, to see if there a, an abrupt shift happens. Um, but the main thing I'm trying to help kids understand is that God does have a purpose for them and to just stay open to sensing that from God. Um, the other thing is that all of the private journey, the steps, the 15 or the 14 different episodes that have been coming up um, do kind of gel in this, this main idea. We then go back uh, to just review the basic idea of the tree of life, and that is in both Revelation 22, verse 2, and Psalm 1, verse 3, we see that the tree grows from water and produces healing fruit that, in, that doesn't um, go away. And this is sort of the imagery that I'm using in Little Pieces Club, and that is that the tree roots go for the living water of Jesus, which is his love and his wisdom that he's pouring out and his sacrifice that he pours out on us to help us um, be naturally inclined to give the same to others. And so that's the basic idea of the tree of life. And the, the next slide is our um, reminder that this happens both in solitude and community. And these are not one and then the other. They happen simultaneously. And so while we are trying to seek, find, and accept the love that we get from Jesus and God, um, we are also growing above ground in ways that people can see. And so ideally, we will be able to give Jesus' love to others um, but the important point always is that with the tree analogy, part of us is always above the surface that others are always seeing. And so um, it does sometimes cause us problematic things, but the whole idea is that you're transforming slowly over time and responding to the shaping that God gives us and so that we can eventually bear the fruit um, that God intends for us. And then in the next slide, um, in the next slide, we see a focus on the upper part of the tree in the trunk, and we're reminded that very simply the fruit of the Spirit um, can be produced by the tree. And then another focus on the idea of love, and that is uh, given us in 1 Corinthians. And I really focus the kids on the first two. Um, I'm really into keeping things simple. So always ask if you were patient and if you were kind. And if you were, then you're loving people. And the rest will just be what it is. Um, but with the greatest commandments, the fruits of the Spirit, and the idea of the tree of life, and the definition of love that we find in 1 Corinthians 13, that gives us a good foundation from which we will then build our mission. So I take the kids back to... Um, the version of the greatest commandments found in Mark, uh, specifically because it calls out heart, soul, mind, and strength. And this is a Greek concept. Um, the Hebrew concept that obviously predated the Greek is nephesh, and that is um, basically with all of yourself. And so the Greeks broke it up. The Greeks were the ones that broke it up into heart, soul, mind, and strength. And even though it's not a Hebrew construct, I find it easy to use that construct to teach people 
um, where the mission comes from. And again, um, I really encourage you to read Stephen Covey's book, um, The Seven Habits and also his Eighth Habit, uh, to, to get a very deep um, dive into how all this goes together. So next, um, we talk about the heart and what it is. And it's obviously the seat of our emotions. And so they see a reminder of our emotion for fun, for joy, for disgust, sadness, anger, and fear. And we realize that, um, and I say the word emotional intelligence, and kind of let kids know that this is under letting yourself feel, um, not being ashamed of your feelings, knowing why you feel a certain way, and then most importantly, what are we going to do with those feelings? And that whole process is called emotional intelligence, and that's one of the things that I'm trying always to push for uh, when I'm dealing with, with kids and giving them questions and interacting with them. And the other thing is that our, if we know our hearts well, we can begin to know the hearts of other people well as well. And so it starts with knowing yourself, um, and then I prompt them to start thinking about what can you do to make your heart stronger? And we'll, we'll finish that discussion in just a little bit. We next focus on mind, and we basically defined our mind as a computer in our head. So it's the data, the knowledge, um, the analytics, uh, the side of us that does those types of things. Um, and uh, so we talk about that part. And then I pose again the question of how do we make our mind stronger? Next, we focus on body strength or the physical. And the, the neat thing, the neat question I ask them and the neat concept to think about really is maybe what I'm getting at, is that if we were happy, how do people know that we're happy? And this is trying to focus, in, focus them on knowing that our smile, and our smile happens because our brain tells our nerves, which tells our muscles to then smile. And if we see somebody in danger, we go help them by walking step, you know, by using our leg muscles and moving there. So the body is the doer, obviously. So when we need to do something, our, our muscles and bones are intimately connected back into our heart, our mind, our soul. And so I just, I've always found that concept fascinating to help tie things together and to not forget why our body is so important. Next, we try to tackle soul. And I know for kids, um, at some level, it's very difficult. Um, for the teens also, uh, but what I talk about is the soul is where we get our meaning. It's where we get our direction. Where are we going? Um, and that's maybe more of a worldly concept. Um, the more spiritual concept is the connection with the greater universe. And for Christians specifically, it's our connection to God and Jesus. And so it seems it's the root of forgiveness uh, that helps generate our love. And that's how we initially start to think through it. And then again, we pose the question of how do we make our soul stronger? So now that we've talked about each of these aspects, body, mind, heart, and soul, um, how do they come together in mission? And that's basically what the graphic shows is that they come together and in the overlap of all four is where you get your mission. And it will be a strong sense of God that just all the pieces of yourself fit in this way. And so on their activity sheet, 
the specific job that God has for us is our mission. And in the mission, you see aspects of your mind, heart, body, and, and soul. And so um, I then go on to tell them my example of little pieces called ministries. And I, I really do feel um, that God has been shaping me for this uh, my whole life. And it started with going through the divorce, which sucked, um, and our family structure afterwards, which was not much better. Actually, it still kind of sucked. And then the struggle that I had um, creating my own family and how God helped me through that in almost, well, in miraculous ways, actually. And so my, my love of God in my heart, my love of kids and families, and uh, comes together with my brain, which has always been a mathematical, science-driven, science-loving brain. And then I've also had a strong desire with visual arts, um, not that I'm an artist, uh, but putting together different things uh, with the computer and that kind of thing has, has really been a, a joy for me. So being able to put all of those together in Little Pieces Club Ministries is an example of my mission um, and the way I'm having my life speak um, from God to others. And I remind kids that I don't want them necessarily to follow in my exact footsteps. It's just that um, God, just to be open to the idea that God shapes them over time. And then I bring them to the idea or back to the idea that they don't need to know their mission right now. It's just simply the idea of being open to the fact that God has a plan for them. So we see the mission disappear and we see in the slide, um, we start to look at the individual four parts of ourselves again, asking the question, how do we train for our mission? And I bring them back to the idea that the main aspect and the main thrust of the private Christian journey um, starts with, and we build upon every time, the ability to make a choice. And that power to make a choice is insanely important in our lives. And it, it's important to acknowledge at this point that the ability, the human ability to choose is what I'm talking about. Now, externally, depending upon your life circumstance, whether you are a person of color that has um, experienced discrimination, um, whether you're someone who doesn't have a lot and live maybe in poverty, you don't have the same choices that someone with other advantages or disadvantages have, but you have the ability to look at your menu of choices and make a choice. And if you're not doing that, then you're shorting yourself. So that's the idea behind choices. Um, choice in and of itself is not a privilege. The external choices that you have in today's world and language is a product of some privilege or advantage. But your ability to look and find creative solutions and choices is firmly within your ability. So when it comes to training our mind, we talk, to, we talk about learning, reading, working hard in school, and doing arts, crafts, and music because that is definitely a way to stimulate the brain and to have it grow 
and change and transform. Next, we look at how do we train your body. And what I try to tell kids, they don't have to be triathletes. They just need to move. They need to pick activities that they love and balance this with rest and a period of recharge. And that actually could go for any of the different aspects that we talk about today. Then there's the idea of physical play. And that is just, again, not doing anything training-wise where someone's yelling at them, um, just where they get to be in a, a, a what I call a Zen place and just have a free expression on their face, enjoy the play. And finally, um, eating good foods. I spend some time talking to them about making sure they get fruits and vegetables, like a fruit, uh, fruit smoothie in the morning and a salad in the afternoon. Um, but staying away from junk food as much as they can, <clears throat> um, that, 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 that will pay them big dividends later on if they eat right today. And how do you train your heart? We talk a lot about permission to feel. And for the teens, especially uh, with their journaling uh, that, I, that I encourage uh, throughout the entire process um, with them, is that they journal their feelings. And hey, um, please support them in this and don't be, and don't be afraid. I, I do tell them if they hate their mom, they hate their dad, it's okay to journal that hate. Get it out there. Um, but I talk about... Um, and I encourage them uh, with this idea of five whys. Well, why do I hate dad right now? Why do I hate mom right now? Well, why was that important? And then what does that mean? And they keep asking why until they get to the heart of it. And then the ending of a journaling process is, well, what am I going to do about these feelings? So I really hope that you can encourage them to use the journaling to help with that process. And then also I encourage them to talk. And this is with a special adult. And I want to support you in the knowledge that it may not be you. Um, if you have a sister, aunt, uncle, uh, they have cousins, um, some trusted adult, your parents, that you can sort of give them that space just to know that they have a trusted adult that they can share their feelings with. It will help them. And it's not because they they are leaving you or growing distant from you, a lot of times is they don't want to hurt your feelings. Um, they don't want to disrupt things. Um, but it is really important that they have an outlet uh, to share their feelings and talk over things. Again, we see the connection to art and music. Um, I also encourage them to take nature walks um, or to be in nature because it's a great way to build your heart strength. Finally, we talk about soul. And there's actually a lot that we can do um, and going back to the idea of the power to choose is the way that you make your soul speak is through your choices. Um, so making good choices helps see what's going on with their soul um, and spending time with God. So choosing the time with God that we talk about in the private Christian journey is really important. And then I personally love the BibleProject.com. Um, they have very short videos, much shorter than this. Um, where they go through specific topics, um, but it's just very down-to-earth. And to me, it cuts through a lot of what we would call tradition. It's just asking the simple question, when the biblical authors wrote what they wrote, what did they have in mind? And then we can go ahead and translate it to what's going on today in our lives. And finally, and not finally, but working through the process of forgiveness and love. And that means 
they may need to spend time forgiving you, forgiving your ex, um, forgiving their siblings for different things. Um, they just need to have that time to do that. And finally, grieving. Grieving is probably one of the biggest ways that we um, expand our soul's strength. And there's a series that I have on grieving that I encourage the kids to go through. Um, and so allowing them to go through the grief process and then noticing if they haven't. And if they haven't, again, uh, you can use Little Pieces Club materials or others uh, to help them just gain an understanding of what the grief process is. And again, to give them permission uh, to speak about it. And that permission includes the fact that you can project that you're okay. If they say something and you get really upset, that's actually going to discourage them from sharing. The activity this week that we talk about is I encourage the kids at all levels to interview a special adult that may have a mission from God. Um, it is so therapeutic to hear, for kids to hear stories of what's happened in their families. It gives them a sense of connection and belonging. So if there's someone that's connected to them that really has a mission, um, they should spend time with them. And invite. I ask them to invite them to tell them about their mission and specifically what steps did God use to prepare them and what advice do they have um, for the kids in the time where they don't know their particular mission. And then thank them. Uh, and then I encourage the kids to thank whoever they're interviewing. And then finally, I tell them interview more people if you like the if you like the idea. So just as a brief overview of the worksheet for today, um, we ask a few community questions. The specific job that God has for us is our mission, and how will we train for our mission? And that is what choices can we make, and that includes choices on how we do mental development physical development, emotional development, and spiritual development. And then we review the, um, the interview idea for the activity where they think about someone in their life that may have some sense of mission, and then they talk to them uh, more in depth about that. The Lectio Divina, Divert, <laughs> the Lectio Divina verse uh, for this week is Jeremiah 29.11. Uh, for I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord, plans to prosper you and not to harm you, plans to give you a hope and a future. Um, this is a foundational verse for Little Pieces Club Ministries. It was um, brought to us by a girl named Abigail. She and her father um, like to go over this verse every night. And so it just stuck uh, in the DNA of Little Pieces Club. So uh, every so often I bring it out and uh, encourage the kids to spend Lectio Divina time on it um, because it's just such a hopeful um, hopeful message so we can pray together um, to close the episode but before I do um, I just can't emphasize enough um, how important you are to your kids um, getting through the, the divorce and post-divorce process your health is crucial um, and I really uh, can't um, Say enough about how much uh, God loves you. Um, the divorce process does not mean you're not lovable. Um, that uh, even though you may feel like you failed, um, there's so much love that you have to give your kids and the world. 
And I just hope and pray um, that through interacting with Little Pieces Club Ministries that you connect uh, with that ability to do so, or it, it um, helps enhance what's already there. Um, and I also pray that um, you find uh, support um, that uh, I know a lot of churches sometimes that haven't put a lot of thought into how they respond to people who are going through divorce, and it, it does weigh on my, my heart. And one of the reasons why I'm doing this is to help churches gain an awareness of that. Um, so I just want to encourage you uh, to love your kids um, the way that Jesus loves you. Um, let them have their time, let them heal, um, do special things with them all the time. Um, and uh, you and they will get through this. And um, if we do it right, if you do it right, and they do it right, they will come out with just a ton of strength. Um, so I just encourage you to uh, keep praying and uh, keep connecting with God. So Abba, we are so grateful for your love and encouragement along our private journey with you. While we stay open to the mission or missions that you have in mind for us, we strive to be patient. Help us keep a spirit of patience as we strengthen each part of ourselves in preparation for the mission ahead. Help us see your hand in strengthening us and putting challenges and tasks in front of us. We know we will struggle, but we have the joy of knowing you, <laughs> the all-powerful creator of the universe, the one who loves us without question. You are with us in our struggles. We hope to make you proud, and we know our failures will not tarnish your love of us. And for that, we are thankful beyond measure. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. Again, I encourage you, um, just uh, have a good week uh, until we uh, post another episode. Um, be well.